Welcome back to Mind the Age Gap. I'm Steve. I'm Janine. I'm Meg. This week, we're going to try and get to the heart of a couple of things uh, that have been on our minds. Something... <laughs> Has it? <laughs> Just yeah, on it's your definitely mind. been on my... Well, I, I did actually see that they're thinking of lowering the age uh, at primary schools for sex education chats. Yeah. When, when I was at school, it was like first year. In secondary school, you got your first... And it wasn't so much a chat. It was like there was a diagram. It was like people in their 70s, very hurry. If you would see a baby be born, you actually watch it yeah. coming out Oh, I had to watch that. It scarred me still. And I remember our teacher not watching it. And I was like, surely if They'd we They'd probably have seen to it a million this, times, though. Yeah, Dr. Yeah. Harrison, you should be watching this. Dr. <laughs> Harrison. <laughs> have you seen this, Dr. So Harrison? I'm embarrassed <laughs> the whole lesson. And what year was it? Was this in first year? I think it must have been year seven or year eight, yeah. But it was disgusting. <laughs> now, Steve, at your school, I know yours was all, all girls, yeah. Meg, did you, we got divided, so, like, all the boys had to go off into one section and all the girls had to go off into another section. What do you mean, section? No, so it'd be separate, separate sort of Different classrooms? Yeah, because we'd be taught all about, you know, Tampax and giving a jazzy Tampax holder, a plastic one. <laughs> no one's going to know, guys. A jazz pom holder? Um, yeah, it's like a pink one, a pink plastic <laughs> oh, one that so you could what, was it like? It's it like a cigar case. My sister yeah, had one. Yeah, like, like a, a really... lighter that you flick back. <laughs> yeah, that was it. My and, sister had one. And then the boys had to obviously learn more about condoms, which girls should be doing as well, really. Well, we never really. We got. We, we, it was all mixed in ours. We all watched it in science. Did you never have to put the condom on the banana? Are you mad? <laughs> At my Catholic school in Newton Will, I'll sit Catherine. Do you really think my, my teacher was a guy called uh, Mr. Timmis, who everyone called T Faled because he had a big forehead? And there were some adverts around at the time where these guys with big heads were like these brain boxes scientists. So he, he kind of did this thing where he kind of danced around. Uh, talking about sex, he kind of moved around. <laughs> kind of, no, it wasn't like an like act. A peacock. <laughs> Watch me as I move across the floor. But when <laughs> the video was, you know, a ba- an American guy, like uh, narrating a baby coming out of a woman's piece. I don't, I don't piece. mean piece. I mean bits. I was going to say. Steve. <laughs> I don't know what to call it in you a, never an offensive it a way. Piece in your life. <laughs> 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 So we watched that, but we never did any condom activity. Did you really get someone putting well, it on a... The condom thing wasn't till year 10. I remember that everyone knew that in year 10 sex ed, you were going to get to put a condom on a banana. Like, it was... You were working yourself up to this Can't moment. wait. One day. Then you weren't practising, were you? <laughs> well, no. I hadn't been taught how to do it. That was the thing, wasn't it? They had to teach you. But they had forgotten to buy the bananas, and it was a music teacher teaching us it. So she got a glockenspiel I knew out. you were going to say glockenspiel! <laughs> And also, I'll tell you what, if there's any any of you that ever find yourself dealing with anything glockenspiel size, you, you're gonna, I, you I could did, be in trouble. Good luck to you. It's yeah. more difficult than I think it would have been with a banana, but, you know. Yeah. A glockenspiel. Got to learn every shape and size, girls. Yes. That's what they say. See, my my experience, though, like, I, I still feel a bit traumatised about it. There is this book um, by Claire Rayner that was written. It was called, like, The Body Book or something like that, and it was sort of explaining all your body all the way through and then the last like couple of pages of the book um, are the parents having sex and then a dog just sort of watching at the side which you just felt a bit odd really. Loving it. Um, but I remember being given this book and just thinking oh god. And then it's the Who thing, gave you the book? My mum. So your mum gave it to you how old were you? Two different books of embarrassment um, I was I was in my teens at some point I can't remember when but then there's like a bit of a dilemma with the book it's like if you don't open the book 
are you then going to be said, listen, you've not you've not read it? Look, I can tell. How will your mum know you've not read it? Because you can tell when a book hasn't been opened because it looks like... <laughs> she didn't have just been it? inspecting the pages on The Joy of Sex <laughs> and uh, you haven't flicked through it at all. No, no, The Joy of Sex was the other one I was given. I was given the body book, which was the Claire Rayner one, and then my mum also gave me a book that was called The Joy of she, Sex. She actually gave you The Joy of Sex? Well, she didn't. She gave me the book. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, it was, oh, it was just awful. I was like, mum, I don't want it. Like, please don't do this. This well, I don't. This what, is you... why you get to learn and about it. She obviously school. felt that that was a great book. Which well, does that not make you really say, I was just going to say you're really thing. ramming it home. Did, you, <laughs> did, did she buy these books for you, or were these already her books that she Could owned? Did you tell her they'd been read? Well, the Claire Rayner one didn't look red. I'm not sure about the other one. <laughs> However, the joy of sex was very battered. But yeah, it was it was just mortifying. And I don't know what I don't know what the right thing to do is. Are, are you supposed to sort of like embrace it and, and embarrass your kid? Because I was mortified. My mum and dad never ever said anything to me about it, apart from when I was in like 16, 17, going out. Yeah. My mum would say, oh, for it. I hope you're being careful out there, you. You know what I mean? <laughs> In a very ominous sort of way, but nothing yeah. more than that. I go, Mum, shut up. And that was all that was ever said, ever. Meg, you, I mean, it was closer to you than it was. I mean, ours was a long, long time ago. Your parents were probably modern parents. Did they address it with you? You see, I don't remember being talked to about sex at all. But I'm sure it happened, but it just wasn't a big deal. But I remember, like, the embarrassment of my mum talking to me about going on contraception. Oh, yeah. And that was just the most cringe thing ever. Because so, that was, like, her acknowledging that... I was going to have sex. I didn't want that to be acknowledged. I just wanted that yeah. to be scared under the carpet. Yeah. Like, it's exactly it, isn't it? You <laughs> don't, you don't to want know. that. That's totally... Even if they're not going into detail. My sister once said to me, has my dad ever given you some condoms? I was like, are you mad? Why would he give me condoms? He said, well, because I thought you might have a chat to you about it. Because if you want me to get you some, I'll get you some. My sister said this to me. <laughs> that is so your <laughs> sister. I, I know, yeah. And I was like, but I think partly she did it just to embarrass me. Because that's she wasn't doing it because I had to have safe sex. She was doing it because she would love the idea of embarrassing <laughs> of me. Of how red people. you Exactly, could yeah, yeah. So, Meg, were you saying that you your mum put you on it? Yeah, so my mum was like, you should go on the pill. But bearing in mind at this point, I didn't have a boyfriend, I wasn't having sex. Yeah. But I think her thoughts were that I was about a year away from going to uni, so that basically, because they'll only give you three months at the start. That's right, And then yeah. they give you six months. So in order to do that, I really needed to do it nine months before I went to uni. So I think she was just like preempting that because she was like, if she goes to uni, she's not going to be at the GP, she's not going to bother and then... She's going to be a grandma. But she's kind of going, look, listen, it takes a while to good run up, but I want you ready. I want you prepped and ready for when you get to well, uni, when head, it all starts like, happening. I'm not going to do it under your house, am I? So <laughs> <laughs> it's really going to kick off when I go to uni. It's obviously what she thought. To be honest, I think that's commendable. I think I think that's a good thing to do because she's sort of looking out for you in advance as well. Like She's really doing some back time in there to yeah. think about when it, when it might happen. <laughs> it right, happen. let me back time this. So she's got fresh as week. There's a full week. Uh, so some point we're going to have to have the conversation as well. I also think because the internet didn't exist when we were kids. Kids know stuff earlier now, a lot yeah. earlier than. Yeah. I mean, you you kind of knew stuff, like as in, you know, what happened. But you couldn't like even when I was younger. Even though you could Google stuff, it just didn't seem as accessible. Yeah, yeah. But I, if I have to, you know, if we ever have a daughter, I'd rather you told her about, you know, 
what what goes on. I, I'll yeah, happily but as tell a, a boy. girl, like the last thing you want is your dad talking to you about sex. If it was embarrassing yeah. that true. your mum talked to you about sex, you definitely don't want your dad to talk to you about it. That's whenever it came. I remember once my dad said "boner" at the table, and me and my sister nearly died. <laughs> Just a sec. I need to know why and what the context was. I don't even remember the context. That's the thing. I don't remember the context. All I remember is that we were sat eating dinner. Dad said "boner." Me and my sister were in hysterical tears, but also like, please don't expand on this. Don't talk anymore about it. Let's just move on and eat off his fingers or whatever it was. I really want to know why your dad said "boner" at the table. I don't even tea. remember. I don't like. I don't. All I remember is that it, he said it. The worst thing is, I remember, and I'm not going to name the person it was, just in case, um, but there was a girl who I was friends with and her mum and dad, under the bed, had love oil. Right? And I remember we were, like, rooting under their bed and I went you back home. never going, root under someone's bed. No, well, you know that now. Well, I went home to my mum going, Mum, what's love oil? Because we found some underneath my <laughs> bed. And, like, obviously my mum thought it was the funniest thing she'd ever heard. And then uh, the same girl nicked one of her mum and dad's condoms and I remember us, like this is in primary school as well, in the toilet sort of like getting it out and going ooh, and then trying to blow it up like a balloon and all that kind of <laughs> Did stuff. Did you know what it was? What? Yeah, well, yeah. But I, when you were saying I remember one summer holidays, got, he went rooting around in his mum and dad's room <laughs> you know, and found all his dad's dirty videos and he was totally shocked, he was like I wonder what these are, but they had covers on them like they were bought, you know, so they said, had like it showed oh, exactly what they were. They, were, they were legit, <laughs> they weren't pirate vids, they were totally legit so you know obviously you have a look at one and then before you know it the whole world has changed i mean your mum found yours though didn't she well no she didn't actually she found my brothers and assumed they were mine because my brother had left home seven years ago <laughs> right my brother had a bin bag i can't believe i go are we having this conversation i don't know my brother had a bin bag and in it there was a couple of porn videos in a pornographic magazine can't believe I'm saying this. Did <laughs> like, he listen to the podcast? No, I hope not. Phew. But he um, and he left them in the loft. And I used to do when I was doing my A levels. I used to do my homework in the loft. Oh, funny that. <laughs> I did. I used in to the be, attic. It was the, I used to get cinematic in the attic. Um, so I'd be in the attic. There's but a whole there, new meaning to that now. <laughs> but there was a desk set up in there because he was he was an accountant. He was doing his studying. Did he pass his exam? Well, he, he didn't. To be honest, he failed a couple of times. <laughs> I think he had a couple of distractions. But um, so he had a bin bag in the corner hidden oh away, and then this and in the bin bag was a couple. of Videos. Janine, you're going to have to like literally look him in the eye next time you see him. <laughs> I, I can't go around on Christmas Day now. <laughs> so, and then my mum was cleaning it out, and it wasn't mine. It genuinely wasn't mine. But obviously, I'm now a, a, you know a 15 year old schoolboy, and there's a jazz mag in the corner where I do my homework in inverted commas. <laughs> who are you going to blame? The son who's gone off to university is now an accountant, got a really good job, or the 15 year old who's forever in the attic doing his homework <laughs> and getting very average results for it. It's such school. a Hard-working boy. Exactly. He's never out of that attic, so I got I got absolutely nailed for it. But didn't you tape over something? Like no, had it was you... my mum taped over something. Basically, on a Sunday night, my mum had to go out, and um, <laughs> this was years ago, and uh, she, she would tape all her Sunday night TV, and she would look for a tape to set it up and put it on long play so you could get, like, four hours, eight hours out of a four-hour tape. And one day she was rummaging through some old tapes and put one in, and she's talking to me at the same time as doing it. So she wasn't even looking at what came on the telly, but it was like <laughs> close-up. Graphic. Insertion, like oh. proper, right there. And my mum was going, my mum's going, what's that? It was so close she couldn't make it out. It was <laughs> so close-up she couldn't work. Then? She said, what's going on, what's that? 
And I burst out laughing. I went, Mum, turn it off. Turn it off. I was like 27 at the time. But did you never have maggot? Like, my sister's had a Ann Summers catalogue. Did you never have catalogues when you were you curious? Had the internet. Oh, you had the internet. Yeah. So you can't really accidentally leave the internet around unless you use like the shared computer. I was going to say, yeah. did you have your own computer? Yeah, I had my own laptop. Did your mum and dad ever check it? No. Are you sure? I think well, like when I was younger, it was again. It was catalogues. You go and you find like the boxer short section and have a look and go, ooh, I like just have a butchers and that what was, was good about the boxer short section. You know, you just Men get in to see shorts. outlines of things, and they always pad it out, don't they? As well in those sections, like it's outlines. never realistic. Yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, at the time, you don't realise that, and you go, ooh, <laughs> and you try to make sure that it doesn't look like. Page 78's been looked at a few times. <laughs> and Your mum's going, David, page. are you look, trying to buy some new boxes? You've spent a lot of time on this page. In the dining room, I'm jumping up and down on the catalogue just in case. <laughs> Flatten it out. <laughs> yeah, please don't catch me out. Honestly, the, the things you guys had to worry about. Well, all we could have, we didn't have the internet. All we had, like, on the Sunday, in the Sunday magazine, used to get a magazine on, so I think you probably still do in certain newspapers, and they'd have just bra sections, like section of where you can buy, like, a special offer padded bra, <laughs> and you'd go, have you finished with the, uh, the, the, the newspaper this week, Dad? No. <laughs> just want to check what's on for the rest of the week on the telly. The, Taking this into my room or up in the attic. <laughs> well, the racing thing we ever had, there was a magazine that was called More Magazine, um, and it used to have position of the week in it. People were like, oh, how do they do that? <laughs> I remember having girls' magazines that were like a bit too old for me. Yeah. And like, be like trying to like not read it like in front of anyone. But then, when you look back, they weren't that like they weren't that crazy. It'd like, be like, what was the best time you had sex? And when I was like fourteen, I felt like, oh my god, like mum can't catch me reading it. But that's really not that bad, is it? Not or, like really. when you read a book. Like I remember, like if I read like Twilight, I had loads of sex in it when I was like twelve. I'd be like, I hope my mum doesn't know what I'm reading. But why would she care? Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you could be up to a lot worse than. Reading, reading a Twilight. saucy novel that's, you know, got a few chapters and they get off. Exactly like you just say there. So obviously we all know about the Fifty Shades books and stuff like that, but when I was a kid, my mum read it. There was a, there's a novelist called Jackie oh, Collins. Right, yeah. So she would write saucy novels about, you know, the farmhand who would ravish <laughs> the, the, the lady of the manor. Oh, they love a good ravish. Well, exactly, yeah. And and I remember being on holiday once, my mum was reading some book and I and I didn't, it, I didn't even think anything of it and I was just bored in the room. I just started reading this book. It just opened and I started reading it and I went and basically they would have a, a quick session in the disabled toilets in a restaurant or something <laughs> oh, you know what I mean and, it, and you and I, don't have to your tea for God's sake but that was erotic <laughs> in the 80s that was what erotic literature was in the 80s I mean now my God Fifty Shades and all that yeah. I haven't signed the contract you've got to have, you've got to have a, a secret room and all that sort of stuff full of tools <laughs> tools yeah if you want to get off you've got to have a got to have a tool shed a red room yeah red room that's it red room <laughs> 